Welcome to the Social Ideas Podcast, brought to you by the Cambridge Centre for Social Innovation. This series looks through the lens of those striving for a better world. I'm Pam Mungru. 2023 is the year one of the UK's greatest social innovations turns 75. The National Health Service was created from a desire to meet the needs of everyone, to be free at the point of delivery, and to be based on clinical need, not an individual's ability to pay. Born out of the social enterprise model, the NHS continues to work with social entrepreneurs. Dr. Hina Rafiq is the director and founder of Generation Medics. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to talk about Generation Medics. We're a multi-award winning social enterprise. And essentially what we do is widen access to the roles available within the NHS, the wider health and social care fields um, for people from all social backgrounds. So when what we tend to focus on is mainly people who are from underrepresented communities. Um, so we've got this kind of um, quandary with the NHS where we don't have enough people, but then we've got amazingly talented individuals, not five minutes from the doorstep of your local hospital. And what we're trying to do is connect those things up by saying, actually, kind of this is a long-term plan so working with children as young as five thinking about gender stereotypes like yes girls can be surgeons and boys can be nurses but then kind of further on actually thinking about the options that you need to take at year nine or what GCSEs you need to be doing when you should be doing volunteer work um, and then trying to access work experience because if you're from a, a certain background you might have access to a wealth of opportunities and then perhaps people from more socio-economically deprived neighbourhoods might actually struggle to access even just really simple advice on how to apply to university um, and so we kind of see ourselves as like an older brother or sister who's been there done it and can say hey you know what you want to be a paramedic there's all these different routes to get into being a paramedic this is what it's like go in eyes wide open so we talk about warts and all like this is what it's actually like and then you're going in informed so you can make an a, informed decision about whether that's right for you and that's right for the kind of life that you want to be leading um, and if it is we can help support you with the application process understanding where the training um, can take place and actually helping you to secure a job so yeah that's Generation Medic. So you're essentially working with young people and guiding them into the medical field specifically the NHS for this discussion do you find that you struggle really to sell the NHS or to just sell the, the, the idea of, of working in the medical field in general to people from different backgrounds, different cultures, socioeconomic backgrounds? Is it a struggle for you? I think that's a really interesting question. And I did forget to mention that we also, um, over the last two years, have actually expanded our work to include supporting adults who are unemployed um, to enter into kind of entry level, but also management level jobs within the NHS. Um, and social care. I think what we find is people are happy to have the discussion. So you know what, COVID happened, it's still, you know, ongoing, there's a pandemic, there was a pandemic, and actually, it helped people to bridge the gap between their daily lives and how science um, kind of interacts with that. But then also, why there's a need for a really solid foundation for the healthcare service. And if we don't have 
a healthcare service that represents the society it serves, that's when you start to get things like healthcare inequalities happening because you've got people who are making decisions who perhaps don't quite understand the people living in these neighbourhoods and what they're going through. Um, and there's a way that we can bridge that gap by getting more people from diverse backgrounds to be working within the NHS health and social care services. So yes, we we get people who are like, oh, what about these strikes? What's going on with that? You know, why would I want to be working with an employer who's, you know, acting like X, Y, or Z? But actually, I think people are willing and open to have quite an adult conversation about it. Um, and if you're speaking to families where perhaps they're not originally from here, so my personal background, my parents were from Pakistan. And when I was younger and we went back to Pakistan, I saw the catastrophic impact of um, not having access to free healthcare for all. Um, and I just think that's why I believe so ardently in the founding principles of the NHS, like free access to healthcare for all is just like what we should be doing. And I think there's a lot of people out there who who genuinely have benefited from it, either themselves or their family. And there's a lot of goodwill there. Um, yes, there are issues, but I think if you've got good people who you know have their heart in the right place and they want to make the change, and then you've got people in management who are willing to listen to that, then hopefully we can kind of evolve and innovate within the NHS to make it fit for the future for the next 75 years. You've hinted at what's motivated you to go into the medical profession in general. So your experiences in Pakistan and what you saw there. And you've explained the purpose of um, Generation Medics. But why go down the route of social enterprise? I'll be honest, when I first started Generation Medics, had absolutely no idea what a social enterprise was. And I think when I speak to a lot of social entrepreneurs, it's kind of like, this thing that just everyone has in common like you're not quite sure what it is and then someone knocks on your door one day and says you're a social enterprise <laughs> you're like really okay um so I gave up my full-time job as a doctor and uh within a few days of starting Generation Medics was just fortunate enough to have found someone a, a free business consultancy service in my local area um, and they just had a talk by a national social enterprise body saying there aren't enough people thinking about social enterprise there aren't enough people doing social enterprises and uh, when I went in and, and pitched my business plan um, they were like you are a social enterprise and I was like no I'm a business um, <laughs> and then they had to explain to me what a social enterprise was and I was like yes that's exactly what I am I think there are different ways to do business there are different ways to do be a charity and I think the fantastic thing about being a social enterprise is you get the best of both worlds but for me for Generation Medics it was all about sustainability so I um, being a bit of a geek had my academic hat on and was like this is what I want to do let me see if I can find out you know what else is going on and whether I can just join something because I know starting something from scratch is going to take is going to be so much work um, and I just thought if I can join something I'm happy to join it and, and, and help it to grow there wasn't anything happening in this kind of sphere well I say that there was one organization out there and and it was just it was run by people who didn't they hadn't got any experience of healthcare and I just thought you know people deserve better they deserve to hear from people who've been there and done it with um you know we're not here to make money we're here to help you make an informed decision about your future and I think that's the difference sometimes with 
a business where you have that competing demand, you can have like, hey, I've got a solution to your problem, but also I need to make money. And then with the charity side of things, I, I it didn't sit well with me, the getting donations and then this being something that then our beneficiaries suddenly become charity recipients because this didn't feel like something that should be, you shouldn't have to feel like you're in receipt of charity to get this access to information, advice, opportunities, networks. This should just be open for all. Um, and so that's where the social enterprise kind of, it, it blended, um, it was the perfect structure for us um, at Generation Medics. It's the can make money because we're doing something that's industry leading and we can access contracts and but also access grants because we've got the evidence of impact that we have um but the people that we're supporting are not charity recipients not that there's anything wrong with that but just in our case it didn't feel appropriate and there was also the sustainability element so other organizations that had set up to do something similar founded with like amazing qualities amazing objectives had some impact but actually after a year or two it would fizzle out and I was really keen that that didn't happen with Generation Medic so I kind of wanted to learn from other people and see they they tell you that in business right like look at other people's failures and then learn from them so that you can grow faster and quicker and so that's why I decided um, a social enterprise would work for us because we can have that sustainability of funding we're not grant reliant so as soon as you know that donor decides they want to fund something else or there's a cost of living crisis and they decide mm, you know I'm, I can't quite put as much money in as I used to we're, we're not as reliant on that um, as we would be if we were a charity. You talk about sustainability you talk about finding out what a social enterprise is and somehow or another uh, you got involved with the NHS Clinical Entrepreneur Program. Before you tell me how you got involved with it can you tell me what it is please? Yes. So the NHS Clinical Entrepreneur Programme is a, a programme run by NHS England through their innovation department. And essentially what we do, well, what they do um, is they are uh, creating a network, um, a learning environment for the NHS workforce. So if you are a clinician and you have, so that doesn't mean necessarily that you're a medic, you can be a biomedical scientist, a paramedic, a midwife, a nurse, whatever. There, there are certain categories that, you know, make you eligible for this programme. Um, and you've got an idea that you would like to see grow uh, within the NHS. Actually, the NHS Clinical Entrepreneur Programme is there to support you. And it's amazing. It's It gives you that validation to say, hey, you're, not only are you a clinician in your own right, but you have this idea and we're going to hear, we're going to support you. So there's um, workshops, there's pit stops, um, you get mentors, there's networking access to opportunities to kind of mingle with business leaders from across the world so it really is a fantastic program so within the nhs then there is the capacity for people working within that environment to create social enterprises that support and benefit the nhs while supporting and benefiting the wider communities yes Although I have to say they are organisation status agnostic. So you don't have to be a social enterprise. You can be a charity. You can be a for-profit company. You've talked about what it is. How did it help you specifically then? So I was actually the first uh, woman to be um, appointed as an NHS clinical entrepreneur fellow. And I, yeah, I got involved 
A few months before it started, just by coincidence, I was at an event where Professor Tony Young was speaking. I wasn't supposed to be at this event at all. And this is where I totally, totally believe in fate. Like some things are just meant to be. I was going there to support my friend who wanted to go there and didn't want to go on her own. And she dropped out. And so I ended up going anyway, heard Professor Young speak and was just like, wow, I'm just blown away. And if anyone's ever heard Professor Young speak, you know, it's, if it's the first time you've heard him you know there's a connection there if you are an entrepreneur and a clinician he's just got so many ideas so much enthusiasm so much passion and that really it it really gelled with me I was just like this for the first time I found a clinician who understands where I'm coming from I see problems within the NHS but I don't just want to live with those problems I want to do something to fix them because I want the NHS to be better Um, and I went and spoke to him afterwards told him what I was doing with Generation Medics and then yes was approached when he started to get a group of us together um, for for the program and that was eight years ago now so time has flown by. You talk about wanting to solve problems within the NHS and you know that is part of the purpose of of generation medics is to help solve its its staffing problems uh, to put it at its most basic do you think the nhs should be reliant on social enterprises or do you think as we move forward there's a need for that kind of symbiotic relationship that is a really good question um and um just want to throw out there that i was appointed as the clinical lead for social enterprise for the clinical entrepreneur program <laughs> Two years ago, so I looked into, <laughs> I looked into the the foundations, the basics of you know how social enterprises work with the NHS, and gosh, I had to go back to the start. And what I didn't realise was actually when the NHS was formed, it was essentially formed with that social enterprise model, um, and I, I was completely blown away. And from that early starting point, there have always been social enterprises working in symbiotic relationship with the NHS. Um, I think there's something to be said that, yes, you do need industry for certain things, um, perhaps, but actually the, the NHS at its core, you know, it does what it does. It does what it says on the tin. It's there for healthcare for all. But there are certain aspects of it that perhaps could be done better um, especially at this current time, by an organisation whose sole focus is that one thing. Um, and so how the NHS has evolved perhaps isn't exactly how it was initially envisioned to be, but the way, where we're at now, there are lots of social enterprises who have really, really big contracts. So, you know, they're turning over millions of pounds a year by providing this free access to healthcare for all. So I think it's almost like um, a hidden uh, world. As soon as you start looking into it, there is a lot of social enterprise work happening within the health and social care space. And how do you see that continuing to help as we move through to the next 75 years of the NHS? What I really love about being a social enterprise founder is when I'm in a room full of other social enterprise founders, the amount of energy and passion that's there to solve the issues, you know, not the easy issues, the really tough systemic societal issues that there are around. And I see that when I'm in a room full of social entrepreneurs to do with health and social care and, you know, to do with anything. Uh, And actually 
I think as we move forward, one of the great things about um, social enterprises is there perhaps is a little bit more agility compared to the NHS as this massive system. Um, and so within social enterprises, when you look at founders, uh, there is a higher proportion of women who are founders, for example, or CEOs of social enterprises than perhaps our CEOs at hospital trusts, for example. And I think when um, we go back to well, the core ethos of Generation Medics being about a healthcare workforce that represents society that, that it serves, actually that's what we want across the board. And if social enterprises can help us get there faster, then I think that's that's a fantastic thing. So as we come to the end of the podcast, what is the future for Generation Medics? What is the future for Dr. Hina Rafiq? How do you hope to move forward? Big question. <laughs> um, so Ge Generation Medics is growing, which is fantastic. Um, we've got several contracts with um, local trusts. So we're using this, this uh, kind of national model, but where we have local hubs, where we use that local knowledge to really embed the impact that we're having. For example, our latest project is in Bradford and it's so exciting because it's such a young city um, when you look at the average age of the population there it is incredibly young compared to the rest of the country and being able to support people who are not in work or have never considered working in the NHS to explore the roles available and then help them to succeed in those roles is it's a challenge but it's really exciting because we've got this two for one it's not just workforce it's also the healthcare inequalities piece so we can help to reduce healthcare inequalities within these local neighborhoods by just helping people to think more about their healthcare and how how the system works but also how they can use the system appropriately and because we are healthcare professionals when we go in and talk to these people we talk about the amazing things that we do um, and, and that we have the privilege of doing as healthcare professionals. But we also talk about, you know, it's all underpinned by actually thinking about health and well-being and disease. And so we hope that even if we speak to, I don't know, a room full of 150 people, if there's one person who says that they want to work in, in health and social care, that's a win. But actually, even if there wasn't, but they had learned something about diabetes care or blood pressure or, you know, uh, how to live a healthier lifestyle, that is still a win for us. That's exciting. And then for me personally, in terms of Generation Medics, we're growing internationally. So we have had investment from uh, the Canadian government, which is really exciting. Um, and it's a, a female kind of VC organisation. So I think being more connected with global change makers is something I'm really excited about because we can scale the impact that we're having into other countries, but also support other people in perhaps developing countries to scale the fantastic work they're already doing. That was Dr. Hina Rafiq, Director and Founder of Generation Medics. You can find out more about the Cambridge Centre for Social Innovation by following us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter and YouTube.